Hi, hello, and welcome to our sixth episode in season one of In the Moment with Megan Bowman on Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm. You're here. You made it. I'm so excited that you're coming back to join us once again. And let me tell you, we have quite a episode for you all today. Coming up on this episode, we've got our hot topics and current headlines, all the news that you really want to know. We've got another new segment for you guys today, our must-see segment, the new shows and info on upcoming movies and things that, to be honest, we're just super duper excited about. We're coming back with Life Hacks, our second installment, helping listeners to work smarter, not harder, one life hack at a time. We've got our freaky facts, and of course, this is Women's History Month, so we're going to celebrate that um, with this story about eight ladies who have quite literally saved society's butts, okay? We'll also, we'll end our show with our happy thoughts to send you into the weekend feeling good and happy about, you know, <laughs> where we're going as a culture and society. And our main story today is really based around this book, <clears throat> excuse me, that I read. Um, it's called Mindset. And I have been so moved. I just, I really want to share it with you because the whole idea behind the growth and fixed mindsets is really life-changing. So make sure that you stay tuned because I promise you do not want to miss this information. And of course, we'll drop on our Facebook page in the moment with MB all the info on where you can find that book. Um, and we'll we'll just talk about it. We have uh, a cool clip of the author, so we'll share that with you guys. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk our hot topics and headlines. So please enjoy Green Day. Here comes the shock.
I do hope that you enjoyed that brand new single from Green Day, Here Comes the Shock. We are back with In the Moment with Megan Bowman on Anchor.fm with Hawk Radio. We're going to jump right into our headlines and hot topics. Got a couple of these stories for you guys today. So Entertainment Tonight has put uh, you know, out this article Kim Kardashian has officially filed for divorce from Kanye West. She filed um, with celebrity divorce divorce lawyer Laura Wasser on February 22nd. She cited um, irreconcilable differences. So I guess, you know, throughout COVID and all this, they've really been living separate lives uh, Kanye's been in Wyoming at the ranch when, and, um, Kim Kardashian has stayed in Calabasas, basically looking after the kids in their home. So it's, they, uh, reported that there is a prenuptial agreement between the two and all of their assets and obligations that they came into the relationship with, they'll also leave with. So also it looks like Kardashian is asking the court for termination of spousal support um, to both parties. I guess together they're valued at over $2 billion. So I'm sure they're going to be just fine. And she's also seeking joint custody of their four kids. So good luck to them as more information comes out. We'll, of course, let you know. Now, last week, this is also from Entertainment Tonight, last week on February 23rd, I'm not sure if you heard about it, but the amazing PGA golf player, Tiger Woods, was actually involved in a really serious car crash in Los Angeles. He was by himself, and it was early in the morning, about 7.13, uh, they reported. So all of the news, you know, the LA, LA Sheriff's Office put out this, I, I guess you would say, Instagram post with information about it. But paramedics had to take him out of the car using the jaws of life. And he was transported to a hospital by ambulance. Um, but they did say he was coherent and he was able to talk to them. However, he didn't 
he wasn't comprehending that he was hurt. Um, so apparently after he got to the hospital, he underwent surgery on his leg. Um, they said, quote, significant orthopedic injuries to his lower right extremity. Um, this past Friday, he was uh, transferred to Cedar sinai for follow-up procedures. I believe he is still in the hospital. But of course, as we learn more info on Tiger, we'll let you know. But he is okay. He's going to pull through. He's going to make it. So it was, you know, pretty crazy hearing Jaws of Life, but he's all right. Um, so moving on from that, another Entertainment Tonight story. The publishers of Dr. Seuss books are actually going to stop printing six different titles because of racist and insensitive imagery. So the six books that they're going to be stopping production on are, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, If I Ran the Zoo, McElligott's Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, and The Cat's Quizzer. So those six books are going to be taken out of production. I guess Dr. Seuss Enterprises revealed that they came up with this after months of discussion. They were using feedback from teachers, academics, and specialists in the field to get, you know, feedback on what these books are doing in the community. And there was a lot of pushback on some of these books, even um, The Cat in the Hat, they, they say, has a little bit of undertones. So anyway, Dr. Seuss is actually still quite popular through young readers across the country. And get this, he is on the Forbes list as the number two highest paid deceased celebrity. Last year in 2020, he brought in $33 million before taxes. So, um, all right. So if you guys have watched the news or anything, you'll know that Lady Gaga was in the news and so were her three little puppies. So CNN reported that Lady Gaga's dog walker and friend, Ryan Fisher, was shot last week, shot while walking the singer's three French bulldogs, ending with two of the dogs being stolen, Koji and Gustav. So Fisher went on Instagram this past Monday just to thank Gaga for her support through the ordeal. But while she was also being there and helping her friend Fisher from being shot, she put up a $500,000 reward for the safe return of her two dogs. So this past week, Fisher went on to Instagram thanking her for all of her help and, you know, being there for him throughout this moment for him and his family. Um, but she, he also commented that her third dog, Asia, the one who was not stolen, actually cuddled up next to him in the moments following the shooting. He obviously described it a little bit more graphic, but basically that dog stuck by his side and tried to be with him. Um, so the LAPD is actually still searching for the two men who perpetrated this attack. Um, but as of now, Lady Gaga has all three of her dogs back and her friend and dog walker, Ryan Fisher, is healing. So luckily, 
you know, he wasn't hurt. Luckily, it wasn't worse. So another CNN story um, that was reported. It's Andrew Cuomo. So things are getting worse and worse for him. Um, If you don't know who he is, he is the governor of New York State. So earlier this month, he came under fire for misreporting coronavirus cases in nursing homes during the height of the pandemic. So that was happening. And then two of his previous aides in his administration made accusations against him for, you know, unwanted advances. And now... And this week, a third woman, Anna Roosh, has come forward accusing him again of unwanted advances just here in 2019. So this is the first woman that has made an accusation against him who didn't actually work for him. But the other two, Lindsay Boylan and Charlotte Bennett, like I said, were both aides in his administration and they worked with him. So CNN is still developing this story, and they haven't yet verified Rooch's allegations against the governor. Um, But just to give you both sides, Cuomo is maintaining that he has never inappropriately touched or propositioned anyone. So we'll, we'll keep you updated on what's going on with Governor Cuomo. Now, <clears throat> the Texas Tribune has reported on Ted Cruz, that very vocal Texas senator. Now, I have a clip I'm going to play for you guys, but this past weekend, Cruz appeared at the Conservative Political Action Conference, or CPAC, in Orlando, Florida. At the same time, our current president, Joe Biden, actually headed to Texas to see the state's recovery from that snowpocalypse that we covered the past two weeks. So when, when speaking at the conference, Cruz got up on stage and he opened his speech with this joke. And I'm going to play it for you. I got to say, Orlando is awesome. It's not as nice as Cancun. But it's nice. (laughs) (sighs) So, yeah, I don't, too soon, Cruz. Man, I feel like every Texan heard that and went, what in the, fill in the rest. Um, oh man, I just, I can't even believe that that was, wow, blows my mind. But Newsweek conducted a poll February 19th through 28th following this whole Cancun debacle of his, right? And they found that 43% of Texas voters still actually approve of him. However, now 48% disapprove. You know, so he should really think about this moving forward. His net approval rating saw a double-digit drop, going from a plus six 
to a minus 5. So, yeah. I mean, Ted Cruz never never stops um, surprising me with the things he says. So, anyway, those are our hot topics and our headlines for this week. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do our freaky facts. And this, like I said in um, the beginning of the episode, it is Women's History Month of March. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about eight ladies who have seriously saved society's bottoms. All right. So eight amazing ladies when we come back for our freaky facts. In the meantime, please enjoy one of our favorite ladies, RuPaul, and enjoy Cover Girl. Stroll down the runway, another payday, cover of magazines. And when they see me, they wanna be me. I am the fantasy. Cover girl, put the bass in your walk. Head to toe, let your whole body talk. Cover girl, put the bass in your walk. Head to toe, let your whole body talk.
work. Welcome back to In the Moment with Megan Bowman on Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm. I hope you enjoyed RuPaul and CoverGirl. And guys, let me just thank you once again for joining us for our show. We're so happy that you're here. You made it and you're following through and supporting us. Be sure to go check out our Facebook page, In the Moment with MB on Facebook. All right, let's jump right into our freaky facts for this episode. It is March. It is Women's History Month. So this article came from BuzzFeed, and it is eight women that you had no idea saved your beep, but we'll say they saved your uh, your hiney, okay? So we're going to start with Anna Connolly. She, thank you to Miss Connolly, she basically invented fire escapes. In 1887, she had the idea to build metal bridges between buildings so that residents could easily escape to a safe spot without risking their lives by having to walk downstairs in flames. So thank you to Miss Connolly because she really saved a lot of lives with fire escapes. All right, so our second is Maria Beasley. She filed for a patent in 1882 for the first modern life life raft, a foldable fireproof floating device with protective guardrails. So this is the kind of flotation devices that were used on the Titanic 30 years after she invented it. So a lot of people didn't know Um, a lot of people before didn't know much about how to stay afloat in the water if they were in that. So thank you to her. She's saved a lot of lives with what has now become life jackets, life vests, flotation devices on planes, all thanks to Maria Beasley. Number three is Letitia Gear. In 1889, Gear patented the syringe. So thank you to her. We're able to get all of our vaccines. Side note, hopefully soon we'll all be able to get our COVID vaccine. But in the meantime, I'll just get my my DTAP and my, you know, my flu shot and all that kind of stuff. But thank you to her. We have syringes to offer life-saving vaccines and medicine, even like penicillin to us. Number four, we have Mary Anderson. So what did she invent? In 1902, after an alarming trolley ride in the New York City weather, she patented her idea of windshield wipers. So thanks to her, we're able to drive on the highway while it's it's raining, and we're able to actually see out of windows. So you know, what I'm noticing is that a lot of these inventions have come from tragedy. But in the face of tra- tragedy, what do we do? We try, as human beings, we try to figure out how to not let that happen again. And so thank you to these ladies who have made such huge contributions to our society because I can't imagine, especially living in Florida, 
having to drive without windshield wipers. I know that it's already tough when my windshield wipers are on their last leg and it's incredibly difficult to see. So thank you to Mary Anderson for making windshield wipers. All right, our number five woman, Catherine Burr Blodgett. She is responsible for the invention of invisible glass in 1940. So this paved the way for the crystal clear ones all the cars have today. So thank you to her. We actually have the windshields and low and low reflectable glass to put those windshield wipers on. They even have now come to the go-to material for our eyeglasses. So thank you to Catherine and Mary for making it possible to actually drive a car with our windows and windshield wipers, even to wear my glasses. All right, Stephanie Qualick comes in at number six. She is responsible for making Kevlar. So if you know or if you don't know, Kevlar is what you wear over your chest. It's like a bulletproof vest, and it can actually stop a steel bullet. So she was actually working at DuPont in 1965, and she came up with the material Kevlar. So thank you, Stephanie Qualick, for saving the lives of many military people, our police force, people in general who've had to wear, wear Kevlar. Um, so also, funny thing, my husband used to be a chef and he had this metal glove and it was actually a Kevlar glove. And when he was chopping, you know, dicing vegetables and doing all that stuff, I'm not a cook. Okay. But he would wear this glove and the knife would completely miss his fingers and he didn't get cut at least from the blade. I mean, the tip could go through some of the holes if you weren't careful, you know? Um, but yeah, so it can even be used for that as well. So thank you to Stephanie Qualick for making Kevlar. All right, number seven is Marie Von Britton Brown. You can thank her for your home security system. With her husband, she invented a camera-based system in 1966 that let them see who was looking at their door and set off an alarm or notify the security company if the visitor looked dangerous. They got a patent for this in 1969, and it became the forerunner of closed caption television and different contemporary high-tech security systems. All right. Our final one, Flossie Wong Stahl. So she did tireless research into HIV and AIDS. And in 1983, along with her team, she was the first person to identify HIV as the cause of AIDS, which was a crucial step in understanding this mysterious disease. From there, she cloned and genetically mapped the virus, allowed for more research, and then later, she developed what's called a molecular knife that repressed HIV in stem cells. So she has furthered all of the research and development that goes against fighting HIV and AIDS. So these eight women have literally saved society's butts. And I can't say enough how proud, especially 
every day I am, but especially in the month of March, just thinking about all of the great women who have made an impact on life around the world, around the country. (sighs) It's wonderful. All right, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our life hacks, 10 of our favorite life hacks that can help you work smarter, not harder. We'll be right back. In the meantime, please enjoy this song, Way Less Sad, because hopefully these life hacks will make you way less sad. The song is by AJR. Enjoy. But the sheep all died And I'm trying too hard But I can't not try Well I can't fall asleep And I'm losing my mind Cause it's half past three And my brain's on fire I've been counting sheep But the sheep all died And I'm not dead yet So I guess I'll be Don't you love it? Don't you love it? No. 
Welcome back to In the Moment with Megan Bowman on Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm. If that song doesn't make you way less sad, I honestly don't know what else possibly could except for these 10 life hacks that we think can make your life, if not less sad, definitely more easy. So I don't know if you have ever been on Board Panda, but I find myself going in the Board Panda rabbit hole a lot of times. And this particular one was called 40 Life Hacks. And it was a lot of memes and different like pictures. Um, and honestly, I, I picked my my favorite 10 because some of these, I'm not going to lie to y'all, as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, I got to do that. That, I can't believe I didn't think of that. So anyway, hopefully you'll have those moments while we read these to you and share them with you. Um, Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So I know you've probably hung your, I don't know how you hang your pants in your closet. Maybe you fold them. But for me, I have the hangers that look like a triangle that I put my shirts on. And then I have pant hangers that have two little clips on the side. So if you break off those little clips on the side, you can use those hanger clips as a chip clip. What? Mind blown. I can't believe I never thought of that. I mean, of course, it depends on the hanger, you know, how the mechanisms work, but they're the perfect chip clip. They basically look like chip clips. So keep that in mind. If you can't find, a, you know, a clip for your chips, go check your closet. And speaking of closets, how about clothespins? I have found many uses for clothespins over the days or, or, well, throughout, you know, my life, um, besides hanging them, using them to hang clothes on a clothesline. Because to be honest, I haven't had a clothesline since I think my parents had one at our old house when I was like 12. But, you know, that was <laughs> years ago. So anyway... If you're hanging something on the wall and you have to hold a nail while hammering to protect your fingers, put a clothespin around the nail and hold the clothespin instead of the nail. And then if you miss, you hit the clothespin, not your finger. Genius. All right. So this one is strictly for ladies. Woo! Ladies. All right. So gentlemen, I feel like it would be really awkward if you did this because you don't have a purse and you carry your wallets usually in your pockets. If you do have a purse or a purse, totally fine. You do you. Um, but ladies, put your money like cash, okay, in a sanitary napkin package and close the tape, put it in your purse, and nine times out of ten, nobody is going to steal that from your purse. What are they going to go for? Your keys, cell phone, wallet. Chances are they're not going to take your feminine hygiene products. So another amazing way to think in a new way about, you know, protecting your money. Um, okay. 
So another one is to use paper towel rolls or empty toilet paper rolls and put your extra cables and wires in them to store. You can organize your cables and keep them easy to find when they're wrapped up and then contained in the paper towel rolls. So, you know, next time you get hit empty, save it, put it in a box because I have about five other toilet paper roll uses for you. All right, so another one is use empty toilet paper rolls, cut them in like long ways in half and place around like your Christmas wrapping paper or Hanukkah paper or birthday wrapping paper and keep it from unrolling. This is the one, I'm not gonna lie, I have about four tubes of wrapping paper in my closet right now. And after I saw this, I went and I found like two empty containers. One of our bathrooms has a low roll. So as soon as that's done, I'm going to use that one. And I put it around. It works. It works perfect. So, and also if you cut a small hole, so long way in the toilet paper roll and stick your iPhone or your Android, whatever kind of phone you have in it, you have a very inexpensive DIY stereo. Now, I know for me and my iPhone, if something is low volume, I just cup my hand around the bottom and it makes the sound amplify. Well, you can do that with the toilet paper roll. Now, yes, it doesn't look, um, you know, super flattering, but it works. All right. So are you a candle lover? I am, but... I always burn my fingers when I'm trying to get the wicks lit. And so instead of throwing that candle away when they become unreachable, light a stick of spaghetti and light the wick in the candle with the lit spaghetti. And then you can just, you know, shake the spaghetti and throw it away. Obviously, don't cook it after you've burned it, right? Um, But it's a surefire, (laughs) no pun intended, surefire way to get your candle lit without burning your fingers. Cause I, I used to have like the long lighter with the long thing. I don't have that anymore. So anyway, perfect way to not burn yourself. So if you go to the grocery store and you buy like a package of walnuts, now don't get, you know, the candied walnuts and all the stuff on it, just plain walnuts. Any wooden furniture you have that has nicks and cuts, dings and scrapes, take it and rub it on the damaged part, the walnut, and it'll cover up all of those. Now it has to be real wood, obviously not, you know, the paneling that happens so much on top of like MDF. So real wood furniture, this will cover up the dings and scrapes. We have one table in our house and I just happened to find a pack of walnuts. So I tried it. Guys, it works. It's crazy. It blew my mind. Okay. So these last two are food related. I know we did food last week, but I can't help myself. So I'm always looking for easy ways to keep things clean. And my kids love pancakes, but I hate making them because it's always so messy. There's just batter and mix all over our countertops. So once you make the pancake mix, use a funnel, pour it in a clean, rinsed out old ketchup bottle, and use that 
for a no mess experience over your stove. You can squeeze out exactly how much you want. Bam, perfect size pancakes, clean anytime. And you can cap it, put the batter in the fridge, bam. You have pancake batter on call anytime you're having a hankering for pancakes. And side note, a lot of people I know only put maple syrup. You have to try putting peanut butter and maple syrup because it is the best and the only way to eat pancakes. Trust me, you will not regret it. People think I'm crazy, but it's delicious. Just like dipping pizza in ranch. Oh my gosh, it is the best. All right, so for our last life hack, if you use a toaster to heat bread for sandwiches, I do every day. I toast four pieces of bread to make two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for my kids. Try toasting two pieces in the same slot of your toaster. The outside of the bread is going to get toasted, but the inside is going to be soft and chewy but warm, and it makes for a delicious mixture in your sandwich. Guys, not only for peanut butter and jelly, BLTs, lunch meat, whatever you put between your pieces of bread, it is the way to go. So those are our top 10 life hacks. Thank you, Board Panda, because, oh, perfect, right? Okay, so if you're just joining us, guys, this is In the Moment with Megan Bowman on Anchor.fm with Hawk Radio. We're so happy you're here. We're going to come back real quick and check out our new segment, Must See. We'll be right back. And we're back. This is In the Moment with Megan Bowman. Again, I'm your host, Megan Bowman, and we're on Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm. We're jumping right into our new segment called Must See. Now, what brought about this segment is there are so many TV shows and movies that are coming out that I am so excited about, and I just wanted to share them with you. So these are just a couple of the things. Obviously, there are a ton more. So go online and check, but... This past Monday, March 1st, The Voice on NBC celebrated its 10th anniversary, and it came back with Blake Shelton, Kelly Clarkson, John Legend, and Nick Jonas as the judges. I've already watched a couple YouTube videos of some of the audition clips, and of course, Blake Shelton is hilarious, but, you know, I'm team legend. I mean... Shelton, I know you've won seven times and I've been on your side multiple times. And I love all of you. Kelly, you're the bomb. I mean, a moment like this was my jam years ago. So however many years ago it is now. Um, Okay, so also, if you haven't checked out WandaVision on Disney+, Plus, you are seriously missing out today, Friday, March Fifth, it has its season one finale. So after you hear this, but not right now, make sure you wait till the end. Go to Disney Plus and watch, binge watch this show. It is Marvel. 
It is awesome. It is, it is the coolest. I mean, they go through all these different time periods. Anyway, watch it. It's amazing. It's on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I also on Disney Plus just binged. <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but The Secrets of Sulphur Springs. I loved it. Of course, it's like meant for young kids, but I thought it had a good amount of fun, mystery, comedy. I mean, it was it was a really great show. And the acting is pretty darn good also. It has a very good concept. There's only 5 episodes, so I'm hoping more comes out, but Go check it out. The Secrets of Sulphur Springs on Disney+. Plus. So also, a movie that I am so excited is coming out today, Friday, March 5th. Eddie Murphy's much-anticipated movie is hitting Amazon Prime Video, Coming to America. It's going to be great. I'm sure it's going to be funny. I can't wait. Also, once you're done listening, go watch but wait till the show is over. So upcoming, two of my favorite shows. <clears throat> Want to give you a heads up. This uh, Netflix show called Umbrella Academy is for sure in production for season three. They're going to release the next season soon, but it is still being speculated anywhere from late 2021 to early 2022. Obviously, it was supposed to be released, but COVID, right? I feel like that's the, everybody like, but COVID. Okay. Drum roll. Season four of The Handmaid's Tale is premiering on Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. Hulu is going to drop three new episodes to start, and then they'll put out a weekly episode. So you better believe the week before we're going to be covering the books, the three episodes are the three seasons that are already out. Handmaid's Tale and the Testaments are the two books um, that Margaret Atwood has released. I mean, we're going to be diving deep into the show itself. This, I mean, guys, if you haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale, go do it after the show. I mean, you, I already, I just gave you so many things to go watch, but start with that. Uh, warning, it is intense. You have to be in the right mindset. Definitely not a comedy show, but oh, seriously, one of the best shows I have ever seen, and I love it. Okay, so that is our must-see, guys. There are great things happening, great shows being released. Make sure you go check all those out. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about our main story for today, which is Mindset, truly a life-changing book. I just want to share what I've gotten from it and what it's all about. And, you know, I think it can really help all of us. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with that. In the meantime, enjoy Mr. Brightside by The Killers.
Welcome back to In the Moment with Megan Bowman. I'm your host, Megan Bowman, and we are on Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm. So our main story, I'm super excited to share with you guys about mindset, and it's all about the power of belief. So I'm talking about Carol S. Dweck and her book, Mindset, where she talks about two specific mindsets, a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Now, the author, Carol Dweck, has sold over a million copies of her book based off of research that she's done for over 30 years. And across the country, she's worked with thousands of students studying and, and doing all of her research. So this idea came because initially uh, she believed that our qualities are set in stone and that in order to have success, you must avoid failure at all costs. Um, And that struggles, mistake, perseverance, that the effort and the process were not part of the picture. And these ideas led her on the path of mindsets and basically had her discovered that most people either fall into one or the other fixed or growth mindset. So the growth mindset is basically a belief that your basic qualities are things that can be cultivated through our efforts. Different strategies can be used and you can take help and guidance from others. It's basically the glasses half full kind of thing, right? Those in the growth mindset don't label themselves as stupid or dumb or this is so hard, I give up. They don't. They understand the value of taking risks and confronting challenges and to keep working on them. So in essence, the growth mindset, you grow from your experience. You know, All of our beliefs and our actions lead to another host of thoughts and actions. And the fixed mindset in her belief takes you down one path as the growth mindset takes you down another. And so these mindsets have this ability to change what we strive for and and what we see as success and You know, honestly, these mindsets can change the definition of what we consider to be failure in ourselves and the significant it has and the impact it has on our psyche. You know, and I I see this a lot when I know last week I, I talked about tap dance. Hopefully you guys caught that episode. And I have been a tap dancer for my entire life. And it's something that honestly came natural to me and it was easy for me. But I saw when I started teaching tap to specifically adults, they immediately put their guard up and said, no, I don't have any rhythm. No, I can't do that. And it was constant excuses. And I kept saying, no, listen, anyone can tap dance. If you have the right teacher and you practice the right way, anybody can learn. And I think with that mindset, that is the epitome of the growth mindset. All you have to do is take tap dancing and switch it out with 
business skill, relationships, whatever, how, how you parent, right? This whole idea that we can take something and we can learn, we can grow in it. Um, you know, she, she says a lot in the book that we don't have to be born with natural talent. You know, like if you look at Michael Jordan, he, he, he was born, not born a prodigy. He was a subpar basketball player. However, his work ethic and how hard he studied and honed his craft created him to be the goat of basketball right? The greatest of all time. When you're in the growth mindset and you you perceive something as a challenge, that's when you thrive, especially when you're stretching yourself. You know, it's that I've always said, you'll never know if you never try. And it's one of those things. I mean, in the fixed mindset, I guess there was this, she she shares in her book, this saying in the 1960s, becoming is better than being. Because in the fixed mindset, you do not become. You already have to be. And that, I mean, that really just stopped me in my tracks and and got me thinking, whoa, whoa. And looking at different situations, how I react to it. Am I reacting in a growth mindset way or am I reacting in a fixed mindset way? And I've got to tell you, the it's the simplest idea, believing in yourself, right? I mean, it seems so like, duh, but how often does something happen and we are our biggest critic? We tear ourselves down, our our egos and our anxieties and all of this, we tear ourselves down. But if we were just offered ourselves a little bit of grace and thought, okay, how can I grow from this experience? It really does change your life. So what I'm trying to say is I think this book is probably one of the, and it's not your typical self-help book either, okay? And you can also find her on YouTube if you search her name, Carol Dweck, and you search Mindset. She does this almost hour-long interview on Google, and you can, I mean, basically everything in her book is in that interview. So if if you're not a reader, just go watch this. Um, she also has a short 10 minute Ted talk and it's, it's really, it really is life changing the way that you can look at certain aspects of your life and different changes you can make and how you can approach certain situations. Um, you know, one big thing that I got from it was that every mistake I make is not doom and gloom. That every obstacle, experience, setback, or roadblock is a chance to reevaluate and remind myself how to fix or change. And then keep it moving, right? Keep growing. Keep moving. Don't live in the past. Growth is all about finding the opportunities and not your setbacks. So embrace challenge. Take risks. Live y'all's best life. And to do that, guys, seriously, you've got to check this book. I'm going to share a link uh, to where it's on sale. 
on our Facebook page. And I hope that you will invest in it. And, you know, you can make these changes in school, in relationships, in business, in family, anywhere in coaching and teaching and learning. I mean, this, this is like a lifelong thing that you will not regret. All right. So listen, this has been an awesome, awesome, um, show that, and I've had so much fun being here with you guys today. I wish we could keep going. We are running out of time. So I want to leave you guys with this short clip um, of Carol Dweck in her TED Talk, where she talks about a 13-year-old boy who sent her a letter. And it's it's actually pretty funny. Um, you know, this Stanford professor receiving this letter from a 13-year-old. Uh, it's really funny. And then her final thoughts on what mindset is. So we'll come back and say one final goodbye. Stay tuned. I'm going to play that clip for you right now. Last year, I got a letter from a 13-year-old boy. He said, Dear Professor Dweck, I read your book already. <laughs> I like the fact that it was based on sound scientific research. That's why I decided to test out your growth mindset principles in three areas of my life. As a result, I'm earning higher grades. I have a better relationship with my parents. I have a better relationship with the other kids at school. I realize I've wasted most of my life. <laughs> Let's not waste any more lives, because the more we know that basic human abilities can be grown the more it becomes a basic human right for kids, all kids, all adults, to live in environments that create that growth, to live in environments filled, overflowing with yet. Thank you. All right, we're back. That was Carol Dweck with her very heartwarming story about the young man and her final thoughts in one of her TED Talks. Please go check it out. Go check out the book. Guys, that's all we've got for you today. Thanks so much for supporting, for listening, and being a part of this podcast. It is my pleasure to come to you guys every week. It is so much fun, and I love talking to you guys. Um, we will be back next week. And I can't wait to talk to you more. We'll have some great topics, some great conversation. And guys, I hope that you all have a wonderful weekend and happy Women's History Month to all of you. This has been your host, Megan Bowman on In the Moment with Megan Bowman on Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm. Bye guys. I'm